Now that we can all hear each other. Now's the perfect time to start the show right after you could hear each other. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. It feels like we just did this. It does. Well, we only did it a couple of days ago, and that was late. Yes. So this is coming out right all time. And then the next time we do one, it's going to feel like we haven't done one for weeks. Yeah. Good so morning. the dynamics are all, all good morning, different. morning, Friday. Good morning I mean, to you, Zoya. Good morning, Monday. I like to wish people good morning at night because then I, I'll really, you know, you wish them good morning during the morning. You don't know. Yeah. So many variables. Right. But you wish them <laughs> a good morning at night. Then you're like, okay. I know about the morning. Yeah. Didn't we say the last podcast, though, that we were no longer going to record in the evening? I don't think it's smart. I don't think we're. I think a lot of people enjoyed the last episode, but. The last episode was a lot of fun. We were half drunk and our teeth were purple. I, know. I should have grabbed mouthwash, water. water. I mean, wine for wine. this For podcast. this one? I yes. can get you wine, dog. I got a hookup with the kitchen. I know a guy who knows where the kitchen is. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. I'm into the idea of it. I might. Let's see if there's a break for me to get up and go. Okay. Um, but so many, what? Nothing. Keep going. Why'd you say um like that? Like you were going to say something else if you didn't have anything to say. Well, I didn't know what you were. I was going to just keep talking. Just You do that thing that stand-up comedians do where they fill and... the silence in between with the sound. You don't have to do that. If you don't want. Well, then what fills the silence? Nothing. Right. That's, so what's worse? Dude, that's where you find the... <laughs> so what's worse? The beauty is in the silence. Nothing's worse than trying to fill silence with <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay, that like gives me a weird, I don't know, nothing personal, but I hate it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. I love being here with you. I love being with you. Thank you for talking with me on a, whatever night this is, Friday night. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, we Zoe. We had a nice anniversary. It was very chill. Dude, I had a nice time with you. Yeah. I had a nice fucking, excuse me for swearing, but I had a nice fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then today we did exactly what we said we were going to do. We we're going to chill and eat leftovers. And we did that. And it's all just very nice. And it's just kind of going with the flow of what we're allowed to do mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. And God damn, I can't wait until this shit is over. But looking back, this year is going to seem so weird. But we are kind of rolling with the punches yeah. and pivoting as many people are. Yeah. Not only with our professional things, but um, I don't know. I felt like kind of a creative and emotional pivot, as it were. Okay. Why, why, why? As it were. Uh-oh. There we go. Recently, I didn't know that was going to sound like that, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. Um, and it is, uh, I don't know, I, I, I feel motivated to make um, creative things more than I have throughout this entire thing. Or I guess certain things, I just wasn't motivated to like uh, <clears throat> make videos and stuff mm -hmm. specifically. Um, in the middle of all this and now something's kind of turned a corner. That's nice. I think taking breaks from stuff. It's important. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. super important. Uh, I know for me, uh, 
creative things come to me when I don't feel like everything is happening all at once. Like when you're quiet, creative things come to you? Yeah. So like, or when I'm not um, so busy at work Mm -hmm. that I can't breathe and I'm just feeling suffocated by client after client after client. And it's, it, it gets, that's when work switches from being fun to it being actual work. What's it now? It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun actually recently. Um, even though I've been like crazy busy, which has been great, but I know that it ebbs and flows and you know, I'm going to have slow weeks. I have busy weeks and I think it's just the nature of, of the business right now, especially with everything that's going on too. Do you find that people's hair grows faster during COVID? I don't think anybody knows what the fuck is happening during COVID. <laughs> so I think that their hair is the last thing on their mind. Do people who lie a lot, does their hair grow faster? Kind of like a, um, instead a of their, instead of their nose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't answer that for what certain. What do you know? Zoe? Nothing. Didn't you I go to school nothing. for this no. show? You don't know any of the science behind the relationship between lying and hair growth? Yeah, no. You know anything? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. Um, So we thought we'd uh, do some fun stuff today that uh, since we have talked at length recently, we have a couple updates for you on things that we talked about last time, and we thought we'd answer a lot of your questions. Mm Mm-hmm. One main through line that I've seen throughout this entire thing with us and our show and dynamic banter and uh, even putting like photography stuff on the discord or Instagram, anything that happens kind of on the regular that involves like reaching out and going back and forth with people. I've noticed through messages and DMs I've gotten from people that it kind of has a big positive effect on them because mm-hmm. everyone is uh, throughout this whole year. It's like everyone seems like they're going through waves of, you know, they're really, no one's really happy, but they're fine or they're like sad. Yeah. So having things you can go back to, like whether it be this podcast, like I said, any of the things I said, and it's consistently like there and, uh, feels like it's there for you mm-hmm. when you're not feeling great, I uh-huh. feel like has had a nice effect on people. So I like doing things like answering questions yeah, because it, um, you know, it's like contact from afar. Right. That's nice. I like being, there are things that have gotten me through this, whatever. Like what? Um, I've been listening to or listening to oh, certain right. podcasts. I like do like the making. I noticed the other night, I wanted to make something, but I didn't know what, because it was like later at night and I got that new camera and that's my fault. And I wanted to take a picture of something and blah, blah, blah. And I just had nothing to do. And I felt like there was a little, not to be dramatic, but like a little hole that I couldn't plug up. And I really, I think making things, whether they're good or bad or whatever, has gotten me through this. Mm-hmm. Also, there's some podcasts that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching old wrestling stuff. Nothing crazy out of left field. It's all stuff that you could guess. Yeah. Um, 
playing video games and stuff like that with my friends mm-hmm. has, you know, it's just you fill certain things that are missing with other things. Yeah. It's like I used to go out and do stand up every night. And then I go out and maybe do stand up three times a week. And I, the other nights, maybe I'll play video games or hang out with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, since like shit is spiking again, I can't, I kind of can't do stand up again. It's way less, it's way more seldom. Yeah. So you just fill time with other things. And I'm so grateful that I'm getting this wave of like wanting to do new and different video stuff mm-hmm. and experiment with that mm-hmm. while. You know, stand up took kind of a, a dip again. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm gonna get the vaccine directly into my eyes on day one. <laughs> I don't give a, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be a little while longer before it hits like you know general public and stuff like that. But yeah. I think that they are on a good track. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, uh, a lot of things that have kind of been helping me get through is you know, talking to, you know, old friends and, you know, Jamie's been just a fucking godsend. Literally. Yeah. Jamie's my business partner. If you guys don't know who she is, it's Ms. J at play on Instagram. Um, and she is just like a well of knowledge and positivity and just a bad ass bitch, you Mm. know, like, language i'm so so thankful for her and just her her attitude and you know her her work ethic is unbelievable she puts me to shame you know Mm -hmm. um and like the hustle and just in everything that she does i mean everything she touches turns to gold and she's amazing you know um I got really close to with my old manager, Doreen. She's been great. Um, and during the first lockdown, I really got very close with all of like with her and Doreen and with Jamie and Doreen. And, uh, they've just been like just two solid women who are forces and I'm, I'm lucky to have them in my life, you know? Um, Things that kind of kept me distracted are, you know, the Discord, which is always so much fun. Like you pop in and out and it doesn't matter where you are. You can say the most random things like in just the general, you know, horny for conversation chat. And like it just goes and it goes all day. And some mm. days it's so wild. Don't if you're new to the the Discord don't ever try and catch up. You won't. <laughs> don't try to scroll back to the beginning. You and won't. Figure it out. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. Just jump uh, in and start paddling as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a speed re- reader and can go through all of it, then kudos to you. I wonder how long that would take because it's just been, it's just you people. Do it. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 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 I can't. Dude, it's people like trying to find, um, you know, like, and not trying to like finding companionship and like, um, camaraderie Mm -hmm. through, you know, weird jokes and bonding over shared, uh, interests and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and making weird jokes along the way and inside jokes with a group of people. And there's no way to catch up. You're just in once you're in, you're in. Yeah. And then it's, uh. 
hanging out. Yeah. I think we've sold it vaguely enough. <laughs> so, um, as you guys Squeaky. know, Lexi Parlier is, has taken over our Instagram. I don't know if you guys have known that, but she did. Shout out Lexi. And, uh, I One knew time. that she was going to be by herself yesterday. So I called her. And we stayed on the phone and we started cooking together. And I remember we, you called her and you were like, hey, loser, I knew you were going to be by yourself. No, I just, I wanted to like, <laughs> you know, let her know that I appreciate her. And we had like, we had a really nice time. And then I had a question about something because I ran out of flour, which sucked. And I thought I ordered it, but it they ran out. The florist was closed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we called my sister and merged her into the phone call and we all started like cooking together. I mean, I was already cooking, but, Mm -hmm. um, but we all started like making our dinners together and it was just, it was pretty funny, you know, like it was nice. You were doing the podcast with Steve and I had the girls like on the phone and I came and finished dynamic banter for you and you Kept the girls company. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. But you did a great job. Dude, so I put a video on fucking Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was of me doing the hammer dance Mm -hmm. in and out of the kitchen Mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, PlayStation headset and Mm -hmm. the controller. And I got uh, messages that were like, what are you just playing games while Zoya is cooking? (laughs) And I want to set the record straight right now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to have a good Thanksgiving or do you want to have a bad Thanksgiving? It was it was fine. I mean, honestly, like that to me wasn't a ton of work. Everybody I mean, has strengths and weaknesses. You know, and I don't I wanted to have a good Thanksgiving, guys. Yes. If you I've I was on the Great British Baking Show. No. I would be the comedian that walks around. I would not be anywhere near the food. I would be like, oh, look at her biscuit. Right. And then that's it. I'd say something about, oh, I wish I had a biscuit. And then I'd waddle off or whatever the fuck. But I wouldn't be like, and this is how I'm preparing my meringue. <laughs> I can't. And you got to be to very that. careful with the meringue because it made a break. Mm-hmm. You set the 350 degrees for the meringue, and then we only have an hour and a half, so I put it in a refrigerator to set, and when you know it, a gelatinous melted all of my fondue. <laughs> <laughs> Great British baking show. <laughs> that was my impression of the whole show. Yeah. But it was nice. We had like a, you know, like a nice conversation. Like, and Teresa was kind of like, uh, who the fuck is this? I was like, Teresa, like, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you guys love each other. Don't worry about it. And then I just like talked to them like, like I would have like, you know, my sister's on the phone and it didn't matter, you know, uh-huh. but, uh, shout out seriously though to Lex, anything good and funny that's been happening is all her. And I have everywhere, not just on Instagram. Uh, on the show. Anytime we're funny on the show, it's for Lex. That thing that I just (laughs) did with the Great British Baking Show, that's because of Lex. No. Uh, All the Instagram, though, for the Welcome to Our Podcast Instagram is handled by her, and she's been just fucking killing it. So thank you. Thank you, Lexi. Shout out to Drake and Leah. Shout out to Drake. Shout out to everyone. Shout Shout out out to to everyone. Everyone that helps us. We're going to take the rest of the show and shout out everyone. Shout out to Josh Wilkinson. 
for not getting back to me about what he wants to sponsor this this month. Josh, God damn it. Josh so Wilkinson, gonna God to damn be, it. He's going to have to be the first one for next month because unless he's emailed me by now, but I doubt it. Are you... I'm trying to start this show and I don't know where I you want to go. I thought we started the show. No, I'm going to press record and, record and start the show now. Do no you want to start doing questions or are you doing something else? Let's do questions. Okay. Uh, we check the Discord for questions at all times. Uh, our Discord manager, Jesse Stillwell, um, devised an app within the... I suppose none of this needs to be explained. If you <laughs> ask us a question in Discord, it goes into this app, which or- organizes it nicely for us, and we go through and we... Uh, Jesse organizes it nicely for us. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know why I took the time to explain that. Uh, I apologize. Our Fuck Discord me, right? dad, Jesse... Hey, this is the next part of the show. It's called Questions. This is where Zoya reads questions. Zoya? Uh, Ever thanks Palka says. Every thanks Palka? Ever thanks. Ever thanks Palka? Yeah, it's his Thanksgiving name. Oh, I get it. What? Why'd you look at me like that? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't mean to. Yuck. No, dude. Um, No. Me and Zoya. (laughs) No. Okay. Never mind. Matthew J. Palka asks. No. <laughs> Thank God we got cameras. Did what that if that even... hit me in my eyeball? But it didn't. It landed perfectly. What if it did? Dude, that could be a Tic Tac and we'll be famous off of a that. A what? A Tic Tac? Yes. That's what it's called. You know, that fucking website. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite song or songs with the most dramatic silent pause moment in them? In them? In them? song i do that was from from the spice Spice worlds Worlds. spice Spice worlds Worlds. it was five five different different worlds worlds. there was was a baby baby one one, which which is kind of fucked up and weird in retrospect retrospect. right yeah um why was there a baby spice why was everyone horny for baby spice and that was such a public thing that made millions and millions of dollars (laughs) i've never thought of it like no one the whole time was like that's fucking weird that there's a chick named Baby Spice who's like, I don't know as much as the other ones, but I want to show his dresses and his mama rings in the fridge. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. No one ever thought of that? No. And then there, it was so weird how they were named. There was Baby, who was just a grown woman baby. Sporty Spice. Sporty makes sense because she was sporty as fuck. Yeah. Scary, that's a little offensive. I thought she was cool. She's but she cool. had big hair and leopard print, so they called her Scary. Then mm-hmm. there was Ginger Spice, who was just a redhead and uh-huh. feisty. And then there Racist. was a baby. <laughs> baby Spice. That's wild. Yeah. Nobody puts baby Spice in a corner. With the most silent, dramatic pause moment in them. I don't. The only thing that is coming to mind is oh, I got one. R. Kelly. <laughs> Zoe, <laughs> I know. the only thing. That's the only thing. I can't think of anything else that has like a crazy silent like pause. Do you remember? I think polar bears have crazy silent pause. 
Do you remember that song by William Droll? That's like, uh. In the middle of the Like slowly, like yeah, it's nice. That's pretty good. Um, but that song has a really funny, good dramatic pause in it. What was that? I'm sure there's so many more, but I can't. Nothing right now is coming. I'm walking in the, in the middle of the dude. There was so that's a great song. I don't remember exactly what it's called. I'll figure it out by the end of this, whatever. Right, but uh, there was one time where he was Billy Joel was like playing the halftime show of the Super Bowl or he was playing at like the Grammys or on live TV on some award ceremony. And he got to the pause part, the dramatic silence part. And he just stopped because Billy Joel doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. By this point, he's already like 50, yeah. 60. He's already done everything. So he stopped. And then he was like one second, two seconds. And he was like talking to the mic and he was like uh, $3 million dollars. Four million dollars and like talking about all that like the like ad money that they were just wasting on dead air and That's he was fucking but I, I That's love pretty that. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that song called? Thank you. Oh, Zoe. I'm so sorry. Uh next question is uh asked by Cranberry Vez Vallas. What are Weird slash atypical movies that your family watches on the holidays. Ours is the fifth element. Well, Mike and I watch the Muppet Christmas. Muppet Family Christmas. Muppet, because we can't get that wrong because it's, there's two different ones, right? The River of Dreams, I think it's called. Um, And that's what we watch, but like. Every time I say Muppet Family Christmas, and I've been talking about this shit for years, uh-huh. and I a couple of years ago I did a whole video dedicated to it, all the awesome things about it, uh-huh. so you can go find that. Um, somebody's always like, you mean the Muppet Christmas story? No. And I look right at him, I say, no, motherfucker. Did I, I say you. the Muppet Christmas story? And you know what the other thing is? People are like... You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> And they're like, what's your favorite Christmas whatever? And then I instantly say Muppet Family Christmas. Uh-huh. And then they say, did you mean yeah. yada yada? No, I didn't mean You it. asked me what my favorite fucking Christmas thing was. And then I instantly said something and you're like, oh, you must be messing up the name of your favorite Christmas thing. Yeah. Fuck your face, idiot. Yeah. Because you don't nori. You don't nori. You're you don't nori. Yeah. So you're asking me what I nori to be my favorite Christmas thing. Yeah. Why would I not know the name of it? Yeah. That? Just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean I don't nori. I know that in my sister's house, uh, my sister Violet and my niece and my nephew, Kaylee and Keegan, they all watch. Um, Elf is like huge in their house. I was very late to the Elf party. Yeah, I didn't see Elf good. in its entirety until yeah. like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, very um, fun. But then, of course, you know, a Christmas story would play in our house because it was always on TNT. I was not hours. allowed to watch that by 
a certain point. Not that I wasn't allowed, Mm -hmm. but my family was like, get that off the TV. Because I would just watch it all day on repeat and have it on in the background. And my mom was like, why don't we have the fucking... What is that fucking shit where they play all the Christmas songs, but they do it on like... It's the intense orchestra, like the electric fucking whatever. Whatever. My mom was big on having... Christmas CDs on in the background with the stereo system that we use once a year. It was awesome. It's anything my mom says is perfect, but I wanted that. I thought the perfect background ambiance as a late teen, early twenties guy was just having the Christmas story on all day in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. We, I mean, we didn't have like a ton of that. I mean, we were all always like fucking working at that point. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, were you saying I wasn't working because I no, like Christmas no, no, movies? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. But soy. Um, <laughs> Rob Deveux says, uh, "Thoughts on getting Mike to read the names one time at the end of the podcast? I We'd mean, get to see how bad he messes it up." Yeah. To be fair, I've never been like. I could do a better job because I have done it in the past Mm -hmm. when you're not here or whatever. Mm. I think your people give you more of a pass because people like you more. So if you screw up somebody's name, I think you got a free pass for the most part. I think I am not inherently as likable. I think it's starting to piss people off. Me too. Me too. So I think that Guess you really what? need to make more of an effort. <laughs> Don care. Donald care. Uh, you do care. Don't say that. Don't be <laughs> POS for Christmas. Okay. You think, dude, be... you think saying people's names wrong pisses people off. Saying that you don't care that you say people's names wrong. Is no, really that's not true. Off. Obviously, that's not true. We try to, unless there's like a, I wish there was a, a way to put how to pronounce everybody's name. First of all, you find another podcast that says the name of all of their fans <laughs> at the end of every episode. Yeah, I would just wish there was an easy way to to keep track for you. Yeah, uh, Yeshua says, if you want to fall in love, where should you stand to begin with? <laughs> you know, I don't get that question. If you want to fall in love, yes. where should you stand to begin with? I don't know how to answer this question. I don't either. Find somebody that wants to fall in love with you too. Stand where you have good cell phone reception. <laughs> and swipe right and you'll uh, be <laughs> happily ever after. <laughs> stand in the middle of a bookstore and try not to get kicked out or look creepy. Uh, Madeline Miss Brushes says... Stand you... near a bachelorette party at the at, at two o'clock in the morning. Find the loneliest one and <laughs> fall into her. Um, are you houseplant people? I want to be. I would like to be. I have a couple of houseplants. I have a an orchid that just got a new leaf but has not grown since I've trimmed the stem down. Every time an orchid gets a leaf, an angel gets its wings. Um, and then I have another plant that's flourishing and doing beautifully, but I don't know what it's called. Um, flourishing in 2020. The plant has its own Instagram now. 
but it looks great. Um, but I've also killed several plants mm-hmm. uh, this year, like several. There's going to be an Unsolved Mysteries episode about Zoya, true crime podcast yeah, about I mean, serial plant killer Zoya. Yeah. I don't want to be. I want. I don't want to have a black thumb. If I can get... So the orchid... Is that an expression? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Before. So the orchid, though, is alive and thriving and obviously because it's fucking gotten... And I know that they're finicky and I know that they take a long time to sprout again. But I've had it for a year yesterday, which was our anniversary, and you bought me that orchid for our anniversary last year and you brought it in to the house. And it had flowers from November until May. Had flowers when I got it. That's all I'm saying. And then I relinquished control. And then it died a thousand deaths. But from November to May, it had flowers on it. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's because it was, there's a love, there's something. There is a love. That I happened do. With I love, love it. <laughs> Lindsay Lou Who says. That's place, a good holiday name. Place three people from the Discord on Santa's nice list. And three people from the discords on three people from the discord on Santa's not be nice list. Well, that's not really my place. Lindsay Lou who, why don't you do that? And I'll read it. Why don't Lindsay Lou you do it? <laughs> Lou who you do it. I don't know. Jesse's permanently on the nice list. Permanently. Even though, you know, it's a warped sense of humor. Is a giant piece of shit. Benny is permanently on the <laughs> <laughs> on the night not be nice list. The nightmare list. Yeah. Uh Benny's the guy who's like, come on, Santa, put me on the put me on the list. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's nice. Yeah, everyone is nice. No one's a piece of shit in there. So it would be tough to... Although Benny said fuck you to me once. Well, fuck Benny. Yeah. <laughs> I was totally instigating, though. One night we were all like on voice chat. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm sorry, I have to say it, but fuck you, Zoya. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. You don't... See, Zoya? See how you get yourself into these yeah, situations? Yeah, I did. I, I totally got myself into that situation. Well. It was a hairy one for a second. Mackenzie asks, Mike... Would you still rather lick the ground than eat Dippin' Dots? <laughs> I guess in these unprecedented times, fuck this motherfucking table. It sounds like it were in an old barn. Um. Yeah. You're going to lick the ground during COVID times? I mean, if it was like outside ground, if it was like lick the dirt, I'd lick the dirt. I wouldn't lick like the grocery store floor or anything like that. If everyone's settled. Um, With dogs pissing all over the dirt. Would I rather lick dogs piss off the dirt or, or settled COVID breath droplets off linoleum in a Whole Foods? I guess I'd rather lick the dog piss off the dirt. Ugh. Than to eat Dippin' Dots. That, that, those are my three choices. Dog piss off the dirt. COVID droplet settlement uh-huh. off linoleum floor. Or full of Dippin' Dots. And I think I'd, I'm a dog piss guy. 
I think why, I'm team dog piss. Hate for for Dippin' Dots? Just that they're not good, and okay. they sell them to people as if they are, and I think that's a mistake, and I think that that's something a, a I mean, thief does. <laughs> they used to have them at the Milford Mall. Yeah. And I never got them for a long time. I saw them at a gas station recently. They're, they're selling like bowls of them. You said gas station with a T. You said gas station with a T. And I don't hear Lexi Parlier being all over you. She said last episode, I said, dunk it donuts. Well, and she called you it? up and she said, Mike said, dunk it donuts. And I said, Dunkin' donuts is ingrained in my upbringing. I would never fuck up the name to that. She was like, yeah, you were. But I bet she won't call you out for saying whatever the fuck you just said. No, I'm perfect. So anyway, they used to sell them at the Milford Mall. Uh-huh. And I never got them because gross and stupid. And they taste like cold plastic. Have you ever tried them? How would I know what they fucking taste like if I never tried them? Okay. Yes, I tried them. Okay. And then I used to try them because they used to have the machine. Do you remember the machine? Dippin' Dots machine? Mm-hmm. That would like, you would watch it vacuum up these dots. The dippings. I was, I always wanted them to be good uh-huh. because this is so weird and specific to our upbringing. And so not everyone's going <laughs> to share this. Okay. I remember there being commercials for like pills on TV okay. when I was little. And they were those like capsule pills. Okay. Thank you for yawning. Sorry. I'm so sorry. You make me feel like nothing I've ever said <laughs> was so interesting. so sorry. So half of it would be like opaque capsule mm-hmm. and then half would be like a transparent what? Okay. Whatever. And in the capsule, you would see a thousand what looked like Dippin' Dots. Okay. Do you remember that? Yes. And I was always fascinated by that. And I was like, you fucking swallow this shit? And then these dots go around your body and end your fucking influenza or emphysema or whatever the fuck these things do. Right. And so I looked at Dippin' Dots and I was like, oh, those look like what's inside medicine, but it's ice cream. Uh Uh-huh. And that's stupid. (laughs) First of all, presentation, stupid. Then you taste them and you're like, I don't know, chocolate? And that's bad. And the flavor's bad. So they look weird. Yeah, they had chocolate flavor. Yeah. They look weird and they taste bad. Yeah. And you're asking me like, what is your reasoning? What could you possibly have against this snack, Dippin' Dots? Yeah. Just that they don't fill the main two criteria that a good snack needs to have. Okay. Doesn't look appetizing, doesn't taste good. Fuck Dippin' Dots. That's number three. Fuck (laughs) them. Not a sponsor. All right. So Chris Williams asks, favorite Thanksgiving food? Didn't we do like a whole episode about that last time? Food. Yeah. I think that's what the entire, <laughs> I think we put up the clip today that's talking about our favorite Thanksgiving yeah. food. Yeah. So you can compare and contrast this against that. Yeah. I'll say yams. Yeah. Those yams are good. I have to have a uh, green bean casserole. I don't know. That's like a fucking must. Yeah. I think, too, because I was always the one that had to make it for the family. How do you make it? It's me. I think I was the one who had to make it. Uh, Emily Paget says, what bread is best for sandwiches and what bread is best for toast? That's a great question. <sighs> who said that? Emily, Emily Paget? Yeah. Beauty Paget? 
I was always a whole wheat guy. Um, for Sammy's. For Sammy's. <clears throat> I like a white bread toast. Yeah. You're holding back a yawn yeah. so bad. And I'm still, I still get the same amount of offended <laughs> when I see you hold it back. <laughs> yeah, I'd say white toast. We grew up eating like white toast, but we also grew up like eating Wonder Bread on I love sandwiches. All kinds of bread. Yeah. Man. Having a. Or like a, a roll. Oh, Portuguese, Portuguese roll. roll. Is amazing for sandwiches. Nobody on this coast knows what a Portuguese roll is. Why unless is that? they're from like New England. They're just not out here, huh? They're, no. We out here. Hard roll? Mm, yeah. Hard roll, I think, is my favorite for sandwiches. For breakfast sandwiches? 100%. I didn't specify breakfast, but you kind of stepped on my favorite thing with that. So I guess I'll add it since we're married now. I guess we could have one opinion since we're married now. No, no one says that we have to have one opinion, you drama queen. <laughs> you fucking queen. So what's the best for sandwiches and what's the best for toast? Yeah. I don't I love a sandwich on a hard roll. Yeah, but I love potato bread too. I don't like potato bread. Oh, okay. You don't like potato bread now either. No, that's not true. Because <laughs> we're married now. Uh, Dre. Dre asks any advice on dealing with loss and or grieving? Hmm. Dre, I wish I had some advice. Um, I'm sorry that you are going through any of that. It's fucking awful. Um, I feel you on that. I know what you're going through right now. Um... Honestly, feel your feelings. Cry it out as much as you have to. Um, and talk to people you trust and love and share stories. Mm. Don't think of it. Try not to think of it as a loss and think of it as that person is out of pain and in a better place. Don't grieve it in the sense of that they're like gone, but have their memory live on through all of the fun stories that you have about that person. Um, as you guys know, I lost my cousin last week. And one of the things that kind of got me through the week was this one particular story. Well, it was actually two, but this one literally makes me belly laugh every single time I think about it. And so my Aunt Liz was gone. My Uncle Lou was with the boys hanging out, watching them for the weekend. And Liz and the boys used to live in an apartment and it was like connected to a house, but it was like, uh, it was like, um, in the basement. Right. So it was like half underground, half above ground. And they had lived there for years. And we would always just like walk around the back and like hang out. They had like a little patio. And um, you could tell that they added the kitchen on later because there was a slider from the living room and there was like a wet bar in like the, the living room, which I think was the old kitchen. 
and they had added on the kitchen, but this, they left the slider there, mm-hmm. right? And it was closed. Obviously, fucking foreign women always keep their house spotless, right? And having three boys, like she drilled it in them, like this fucking place better stay clean. Like Liz was no joke. She used to be a bodybuilder, my aunt. And uh, she she was gone, whatever. Lou was there and we were all outside. And we were like, we were a little bit older. We were like, I think Tommy was like middle school. And like we had just gotten out of high school. So maybe Tommy was not just like a freshman in high school. Anyway, sweet Lou, Uncle Lou was hanging out. It was me, my brother, Leon, Danny, Tommy, I think there was two other people, my uncle Lou and Lou was like talking to us. Right. And we're all like sitting on the couch. He went to like, go grab something in the kitchen and just ate it, ate it so <laughs> fucking hard into the slider. Uh-huh. Cause it was closed and we fucking <laughs> died, died laughing. Like Tommy falls off the couch. I'm like on the couch, like just dead laughing. And it was like literally it would be quiet. We'd be watching like a movie or whatever. It'd be so quiet. And we'd all just, one person would start to giggle and we would all just die laughing again. Dude, there is no, if you walk into a closed, you know, pristine, clean glass door, there's no way there's to play it off. No recovery. There's no that. recovery. I did it. What? Two Thanksgivings ago. Oh my God. My and I just walked into it, Christmas. it and it was hard. I walked yeah. into it hard. Yeah. And I just, I backed up and I just looked at it. I looked at the <laughs> grease spot that my forehead left and I'm just like, I don't know. That's part well, of my history. Now. I was in the kitchen and Mike, <clears throat> I wish, I wish I had seen it because you heard it though. I was like, did you just walk into the slider? <laughs> And it was just like, it was like the, my favorite, my favorite thing, my Uh, favorite thing. I'm glad that was your favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. No yawns during that story. No. I'll tell you that much right now. What's next? Uh, I think I already asked this question. Uh, The Nicholas Cage and nipples. I asked that one already. Nipholas Cage. Yeah. Good bet. Um... The guy with long hair asks, will my friend's extended family, who likes me, convince her to fall in love with me? Hmm? Will my friend's extended family, who likes me, convince her to fall in love with me? I don't think I've ever dated someone on the recommendation of my extended family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you might have to find If you like her, maybe you should convince her? Avenue is the word that I was searching for. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't take my extended family's advice. I don't. I just either. don't know of any stories who's like, I was wishy-washy on that guy. And then my third cousin sat me down <laughs> at a buffet. My third cousin, Bill, said, hey, what's up with that guy with long hair? And then I was like, oh. I never saw, I never saw him in that way until my fucking great great aunt was like, "What about that one?" <laughs> no, so I wouldn't. No, <laughs> I I would be more focused on why. Maybe they don't like you. 
uh, not the family, the person. Yeah, yeah, the girl. You know? Yeah. And then I, see if that's an overcomable thing or not. Yeah, I mean. Because if it's not, just stop wasting your time yeah, with somebody who doesn't like somebody, it back. That was the hardest thing, man. But that's like, I give that advice all the time. Because that's advice that I wish that I heard. And I eventually did hear. Mm-hmm. I think it was my friend uh, Sierra. Uh-huh told me like I had asked a girl out at a at a bar I'd asked for her number and girls will give you their number no problem yeah will they pick up or make solid plans with you afterwards no that's the move yeah. to not if they're not interested like you could have my number but it doesn't mean I'm ever gonna correspond with you ever I used to give out someone else's <sighs> number I'm so sorry that's all right I hate the end of my stories too <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I'm Soy? so sorry give me a fighting chance Either okay you're I'm gonna... so sorry keep going fuck man you can't interrupt someone <laughs> who smokes weed like that cause I only know beginnings of stories now because of you anyway the so fuck that was, was the move you would say so anyway Zoe I was fucking I was trying to talk to this girl and this girl was like you know the plans would always change or become postponed or whatever. And then I told my friend Sierra about this and she was like, Oh, she just doesn't like you. And I was like, what? No, we just can't make plans. And she goes, dude, if a girl likes you, she'll cancel cancel whatever Mm -hmm. to make plans with you. And then I was like, Oh, well that sucks. But now that I know I'm never going to, there's nothing I'm going to do to change it. There's no amount of push-ups I could do to make someone not flaky. Mm-hmm. So you just go for people, you shift your focus to people who, you know. Yeah. I mean, why do you want to, uh, this is something that I've said to so many people, but like, why do you want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you? I guess the thing that, um, the empathetic viewpoint you have to have as a late someone in their mid to late 30s uh-huh. what are you looking I'm just at looking at time that's it it's so distracting i'm so sorry Keep i just want to have a conversation okay, with you. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> it's like you're a fucking All like right, diva no no i'm not a diva <laughs> dude you're like landing airplanes while i'm like trying to make a connection with you and, and tell you the story flight traffic controller Comptroller. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Hey, somebody write into the podcast. Tell me what the fuck I was talking about. Would you take that advice as a 24 year old who was in love with someone or really liked someone who wasn't responding to you? If you had a 36 year old come up to you and say, that's just because of that. Yeah. Would that compute in your head or would you be like, that's just what you think. I'm going to go waste more of my time on this person. I think that I, yes, I would have taken that at 24 at 24. I think I was in, a, I was also in a very different place at 24. I didn't date anybody for six years after that. Uh, but, um, well, almost six years. Um, 21. When you're like at a bar and getting people's numbers, 22. Yeah, no, I, 
Tell me, tell me that at like 17, 18, 19. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. You know? Uh-huh. But like once I got out of high school and stuff, I was like, yeah, no. Next. Keep it moving. 22, no. 23, I would have been like, I would have taken the advice. I would have heard it and not like fired back at it. Yeah. And then I would have been like, okay, but let me just see. Yeah. And then that's like three or four more weeks of like, well, let's see if we can hook up. Yeah. I mean, you still have to like try. I mean, sometimes you hear things and solid advice and you know it's solid advice and you still don't take it. Right. Because, well, maybe this time it'll be different. The only reason that person giving you the advice has it to begin with is because they've gone through it. And so they believe it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't been through it, a lot of people ask for advice after they've been through the thing. And they're like, what do I do with it now? Yeah. But if you haven't been through it, you're not going to fucking, why would you listen to that? Yeah. You know, because you don't understand it completely. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twerky and MASH says... (laughs) (laughs) That was almost as good as the little paper plane scenario <laughs> what would be the funnest way to Twerking spend $52 bills you're not supposed to spend those I have like a a, a little bag full of them they're like rolled up into each other like I have a bunch of them that I just have never spent and I think there's like I think there's like 50 bucks that in there now that I'm thinking about it does you have fifty bucks in two dollar bills? Yeah, I think so, or maybe a little less. You than have twenty five two dollar bills. Yeah. You see that math? It's pretty good. My aunt's a math teacher. Shout out one time Aunt Karen, and uh, it's just unfortunate the name Karen took uh, took a turn in twenty twenty. But she's the fucking best. She is the fucking best. And if anyone ever called my aunt Karen a Karen, I just find a way to end them smash uh sock punch sock punch yes what bitch what would be the funnest way though to spend two dollar bills siamese stripper you're not supposed to say siamese i don't think i think that is a that's an offensive thing you know what i'm conjoint twin stripper exotic dancer (laughs) i want to see one of those are we going to have to go to every strip club that we can find? No, you could probably Google that. You probably wouldn't have to go through every strip club. Do you have an answer? Are you just going to put this one I don't know. At, at the casino? $2 bets? Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> $2 bets? Ma'am, it's a $50 minimum. I said what I said. <laughs> Just start throwing them at the roulette wheel. Ma'am, what are these? There's 24 more where this came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is going to be the last one I ask just because. Because? Because you're second. Um, <laughs> I get it. Uh, Faithy Pudding says. By the way, you, you promised me to, you to hang out with me tonight. I'm going to hang out with you. We still have plans to do stuff. Okay? Sometimes Zoya start is uploading. like. I wanted to do laundry. I still have to pack a bag. I'm not done talking. (laughs) I'm reclaiming my balls. Um, How do you deal with realizing that people that have always been authority figures in your life may have backwards views about certain things 
and that you may have to live your life a lot different than some of the ways they taught you. It's been a struggle for me. You're at the age where you are finding out what people are really about. Also, you're... The beginning of your life is dictated by other people. You're a kid and you don't know about life until you're an adult. And then you roll in neutral nonstop towards your adulthood and there's no going backwards. And then you're an adult and you have to come up with your own moral compass and you have to make sure the biggest thing about not being an adult or the biggest thing about becoming an adult is that you have to actively choose to not be a piece of shit, whether that be as a person or as like a worker or as a motivated person. And, uh, you know, there's so many people who will might hold your hand for a long time just cause you're not there. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, people try to overreach with that stuff. But you have to not, um, I guess you got to live your life in such a way where you're not always looking for, um, no, I I guess that's, I was going to say not really looking for leadership or guidance, but you could look for that in different ways. Right. Uh, it's just like, you're the, once you're an adult, you're the kind of, you're in the driver's seat. Right. I think, I think what it is, is once you become an adult, you start getting disappointed by the adults in your life. Mm -hmm. When you've only ever thought and, and look at things the way you've been brought up to look at them. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you have a different point of view. It's a bit disappointing to see that, you know, these older people that you have always looked up to may have a skewed. Outlook on things, what you think is skewed, right? When you're younger, it's like everyone is kind of anyone taller than you is kind of invaluable. You know, your mom and your dad, they're just like, they're the people, they're your introduction to the world. Everything they say has to be right because they're taller and you live in their house. Aunts, uncles, older cousins. Everyone. You're like, they're older, so they must know. And then you grow into an adult and you're like, well, I make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Everybody makes mistakes. Everyone's worldview is shaped by how they were brought up. They might have been brought up differently than you. They were definitely a kid in a different world than you were a kid in a different, you know, time. So it's like you you got a, a lot. If it's a parent or a family member we're talking about, you got a lot of them in you, mm-hmm. you know, because they were part of your formative years. But then you got to start like, you know, like I said before, like thinking about what you think is right and thinking about how you think the world should be. But I would say that, you know, unless it's like crazy, unhealthy and overbearing, you need opposing viewpoints to be able to like balance your own Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. 
Because just in the way you think that they're wrong, you're going to be wrong as right. an adult. As they think that you are probably wrong in the same way yeah. that but, you think they're wrong. But anyone who, uh, I don't know, take a lot of different viewpoints yeah, and see how they affect the outcomes of certain decisions that yeah. you make. Also, try to be open-minded just because you have a different look on a, a, a view on things. Like, it's okay. Like, you're allowed to have a different viewpoint than, let's say, it's your parents or, you know, your aunt or, you know, longtime family friend. You know, like, it's okay. It doesn't have to be a fight every time you guys see each other or talk to each other or whatever. Right. Um, there's pro- they'll probably say things that do disappoint you, but know that they probably feel the same way and yeah. it's okay. That's the thing I wish. I mean, everything is so political and shitty. Mm-hmm. I wish that, um, that people knew that they could still find common ground. Yeah. You know, and I hope that people have that. Not every, you don't have to bring everything you believe to every conversation. Right. You could just have the conversation as it is and then learn from that conversation. Yeah. And you don't have to match up on everything you believe either to be able to get along with someone, you know, certain things, I guess certain people have deal breaker things, but even that those may change as you get older. Just never try to burn a bridge with someone you're going to want around in, in a few years or that you would be sad if that relationship was to go away. Yeah. And, uh, there were things that left unsaid or maybe things that you said differently. Always try to be true to yourself and uh, don't be afraid to work on or give a break or a breather to the relationships that you're going to want to have around later in life. I mean, to, even though you may disagree, sometimes being quiet and just listening to what they have to say and not being so combative yeah. in it every single time that you guys have a conversation about it. Sometimes if you just sit back and listen, you might learn something that you're kind of like, oh, but instead of being so hot about it and like wanting to have to come back and mm-hmm. feeling like you have to defend yourself and whatever, like you know in your heart of hearts what's true and what you believe. And sometimes just letting them have diarrhea of the mouth or whatever. Let them spew sometimes. Also like changing people's minds. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to do that. Right. And I was, uh, you know, I've definitely been at points in my life where I'm like, Oh, if I hear somebody say something like that, like I definitely got to speak up and blah, blah, blah. And the thing is like, you're just not going to change some people's minds. Right. Uh, so like, what is the energy worth it to even, Oh, did you hear that? Mm hmm. Oh, that would have been great if I caught it in one of these. Um, energy might not always be. Maybe sometimes the energy could be better spent than trying to change somebody's mind. Yeah, yeah. All right. So on that note, um, I have a good friend uh, out in, in England who he moved out there a couple of years ago to be with his now wife who has a Pilates uh, studio um at called uh Brighton Pilates um and I'm just gonna like read a little excerpt from something that she had posted uh, a little while ago and I'm where going, is this it's in it's in England but 
She is coming out with uh, online courses. And now that everybody's going back into uh, lockdown, she's actually one of the best. Um, and she's just incredibly knowledgeable of everything. And she's just, she's traveled with what she does for a long time. And she's awesome. Her name is Ellie. Um, her business is called uh, Brighton Pilates. And that's also her Instagram handle. And it says, how did I become an expert in Pilates? Well, it didn't happen overnight. This year, I have been teaching Pilates for 13 years. And in that time, I have studied the method and then studied it again. Oh, and again with many courses in between. I've had my gorgeous little studio in Hove for four years and it is fully equipped with Gratz Pilates apparatus. Um, most recently, I built my library of online Pilates classes after trailing um, many ways, trialing many ways to help people, not just through lockdown, but through the increasing business that is our lives. I want you to know I will always listen to my community and do my very best to understand your needs so I can help you the best way possible. If you're looking for a reliable, high quality fitness program that will always show up for you, take a look at my new Pilates on demand subscription offering. It is currently available at a launch price and uh, will be going up soon. So don't miss out. If you're tempted, but something is holding you back, please send me a DM and let me know what it is. You guys, I've been nervous to try it. And she has been great. Do you and need stuff to do Pilates? You you can get, she does reformer <laughs> classes or you can just do, it's like a, a better version of yoga. Um, it's really good for people that have back problems. It helps strengthen your core. Um, and she's just like, she's this cute little tiny thing and she's just awesome. And uh, Alexander, who was my, my, my work homie at my old job, uh, I was so sad to see him go, but I'm so happy that they found each other and they have a beautiful daughter and they're pregnant again and they're just awesome. And if you want to talk about like wanting to help a small business, go see her. She's amazing. Amazing. Nice. And then do you have Johnny's thing? Yes. Great. Um, my cousin, I've known this man since he was a tiny baby. Uh, Johnny Rosito, um, he and my dad were best friends. And, uh, so we all grew up together. His what? dad and Mike's dad were best friends. What did I say? He and my dad. <laughs> he, his dad and my dad were best friends. Mm -hmm. It's the Dunkin' Donuts situation yes. all, all over again. And he's just like a, how do I describe Johnny? He's not from this time. <laughs> Johnny could have been like, uh, He's one of those people where, <laughs> like, he could have been in any picture that you've seen throughout, throughout history. history. Yeah, and he's just like a really like free spirit, and he's um, you know, his family has like great artistic genes, and they're just like a very unique family, and they they have beautiful hearts, and we love them so much. Um. And we were talking about pivoting before in 2020, and uh, I don't even know what he did before. But one of the things he you know, started doing as a hobby, which then developed into a small business, was that he's making this like 
he calls it handcrafted neckwear, but he makes these bow ties by hand out of like hand-me-down shirts and, you know, um, shirts that are maybe on their last legs or whatever. And he just makes these beautiful bow ties by hand as well as like they come in these bags that are, that he sews that are hand sewed and they have these notes with twine attached to them. And it's just like this really cool, I don't know. I have a great appreciation for, for people who do like crafts, especially like functional crafts Mm -hmm. and bow ties have come back into style so hard over the past couple of years. And there's just so beautifully done. I mean, it's like so nice to look at. Yeah. And And they go so well with the, you know, it could be like your one thing on your suit that makes you super fan. You could have a really basic suit or really basic, just like dress shirt and whatever and then really nice tie and everyone's like who the fuck is that well never really mind nice that tie. but like even why never mind that look, yeah never <laughs> mind that but like even just like the the attention to detail okay like he has his own tags that he's made i don't know if you could see that drake but like he hand stamped them and like he sewed them on and everything is just so perfectly precise and like so well done and this is one of those dudes like giant mustache fixed up an old motorcycle you know yeah just like very old-fashioned very cool and uh you'd be helping this dude out and uh and his brand new family if you were are in the market for neckties did he give you something to read i want to make sure i think he sent it to you oh he sent it to me um but I, again, I will put the website down in the descriptions and all of that stuff. Oh, so. nice. Here we go. <clears throat> what happened to this? There we go. Hell yeah. Johnny Rosito Handcrafted Neckwear is a New England-based company focused on repurposing high-end textiles. Textiles. How about that as a word? Lost my place from some of the finest clothing makers and giving them uh, new life by handcrafting unique bow ties for the fashion conscious gentleman. These bow ties are for this is me adding this for people who look like they smell nice. <laughs> right? People, yeah. dudes who yeah. look like they smell like candles and shit. Yeah. In addition uh, to the current selection we, also, we have online, there is also a meaningful piece of clothing. If there's a meaningful piece of clothing or fabric that you would like repurposed into bow ties, feel free to contact customer support at John Rosito, Johnny Rosito. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-R-O-S-I-T-O.com. Customer support at johnnyrosito.com. Johnny takes pride in adding a touch of elegance under uh, clients' collars. And he really does, man. These things are beautiful. And there's a, you know, this sewn-on patch with his signature. It's just really fucking cool that this all comes from one person. Um, also, you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook by searching Johnny Rosito Neckwear to stay up to date on uh, the most recently added bow tie styles and um, a look into his process, which is the coolest thing. Anything fucking handcrafted, 
if you can go on someone's social, whatever, Mm -hmm. and the more you understand about the process, by the time you get one, you're like, oh, I fucking, I have this. I understand it. It's a conversation piece. You can go to a wedding and talk to people you don't want to talk to at your table all about your tie. Yeah. And then for the rest of your life, you'll be the guy who talked about your tie at the wedding to those people. At at the wedding with that bow tie. And remember how nice it was, the bow tie? You, You remember the bow tie guy. Um, so please do that and remember to use the code WTOP. Now this is a family code. We're keeping the code and the family WTOP for 30% off your entire purchase at johnnyrosito.com. Again, that's J O H N N Y R O S I T O johnnyrosito.com. Awesome. And like you guys always know, patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website. And our $10 group gets a shout out. And that kind of goes something like this. Dude, you could be part of this $10 group. And if you have an easily pronounced name, you'll hear Zoya pronounce that correctly. CC, PB&J, Reese Carnes, Stevie, Adam Strong, Axel Burke, Burke, Birkinson. Oh, man. Uh, Gabe, (laughs) Gabe... Uh, Erdhart, uh, Adam Charnu, Chili Filson, Jolene the Ween, self ca- self aware Steph, uh, Tyler Swanson, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Crossup, uh, Yuck Nasty, uh, Emily Buck, Tomato Squeezer, Jackie Ham, Cassidy Ford, The Grinch with Long Hair, Jamie Blair, Clock Ten, Christopherson. Uh, Johnson, Andrew Vanderhelm. Do you have six last names? Christopherson Johnson. Uh, happy birthday, Chris. Anna Vallas. Oops, Just Dale. Soraya Mack. Bobster Jazz. Ankles Broken. Uh, Jason Perryman. J- Benjamin Putz. Marcus Oreo. Justin Crockett. Matthew Creason. Lexi Parlier. Math- uh, Marquise Cruz. Beth Bush. Shiggity Diggity Twelve. Shailen O'Mara. Laura M. Suarez, uh, Ryan Ashbrook, Corey Griffiths, uh, Riley Dunn, Frederick M. Brethson, Taylor, Christina Camille, who also has a blog. She's uh, one of my very good friends. Um, and she wrote a very funny blog about fuck Thanksgiving this year, which I thought was very good and very warranted. Uh, Nils Nyquist, Belinda Allen, Erwin Gavier, Katie H., Alyssa Morano, Claire Ochevsky, Pinhead Larry, Josh Steppen, Maya Melvick, Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilcox, uh, Micah Espritu, Kyla Johnston, Moist, uh, Ed Herrera, Jules Run is sorry. Why are you sorry, bro? Uh, Aubrey Ferreira, Stink Wrinkles, Faith Borga, Grant Levisur, Chad Clark, uh, Kendall Marie, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Luke Bodine, uh, Katie Taylor, Zoya's number one fan, Kate Farrell, Gabrielle Silco, Alice May Mulvaney, Shane Welsh, Jacob Alvey, Siobhan Fenty, uh, Evan Canoe. Good Humans Pod, <clears throat> excuse me, Milky Beans, Antler, uh, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Hannah McCurry, Magnus Silva, 
Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Hannah Horman, um, Benjamin Fuchs, Chelsea Thomas, Gary Parsons, Brian Klopsmith, uh, Logan Snyder, Emily Borky, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Kristen Kane, Just Josh, Just Josh, 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 Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering Gbear, Helen Ford, Noah Miller, uh, Superfloss, Tatiana Clay, Danielle de Verona, John Robinson, Katie Abe, Valerie York, <clears throat> Scott Harrington, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Rob DeVoe, Don Pure, Don Pure, <laughs> sorry, um, uh, Nestor Leon III, uh, Dara McGrath, Monique Christorp, Troy R, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you and we appreciate you and we are thankful for you as we end this November with a lot of hope and love and hopefully we get to do a little more for Christmas. But if not, stay the fuck home, listen, wear your fucking masks and we'll talk to you guys next week. Love you guys very much. Wear your mask. Bye. We